Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Good to have you with us here on this Monday, Memorial Day. I think uh, we clearly uh, explained why it's not appropriate, although it's understandable we do it by reflex, to say, hey, happy Memorial Day. And in this particular holiday observance, it doesn't fit because we're remembering those who gave their everything, sacrificed everything, their lives for our liberty and freedom. So uh, observing Memorial Day uh, is a whole different thing. But the reason we're able to do the fun stuff Go to the beach, even though the beach is still socked in. I just checked the, uh, you know, it's still overcast right along the beach. It's just, it's, I'll give you some optimism. It's May Gray, which the final day for May Gray is today because June gloom starts tomorrow. <laughs> so just know it's still, it's still there. However, um, the freedom to do whatever you want to do today, and hopefully you'll at least take a moment. I know the, there was a traditional observance back in the day, decades ago, when they first came up with the whole Memorial Day Decoration Day observance. It was, uh, it was, it was to do um, a national moment of, of silence and reflection at 3 p.m. local time on uh, Memorial Day. So that would be today. And Congress back in, I think it was 1971, said, we want another Monday holiday, so let's move it around. So that's why some years Memorial Day would be like the 24th of, or 23rd of, uh, of May, depending how it falls. But you know, today we're, we're, we're right about the original decoration day date here on the, on the 31st of, uh, of May. Pardon the, uh, I'm just coughing up a hairball, uh, a little leftover from the weekend, I think. So at any rate, uh, remember why we have the liberty and freedom to do what we do today. And uh, we're all a better nation of liberty and freedom for all uh, for that. Um, one uh, noon, I'm sorry, noon today, uh, one of the... I think one of the best observances of Memorial Day is happening at the Mount Soledad Veterans Memorial. Uh, you know where it is with the cross that defended the long-deceased atheist, protected and there forever, with the Mount Soledad uh, Veterans Memorial Association. Thank goodness. Uh, but that goes on today between noon and one. Last year, that was all virtual. So coming out of COVID and all the restrictions, this is a big day for liberty. When you think about it, as we are, although Gavin Newsom says we have to wait till the 15th of, of June. Just two more weeks, even though there's no science that says we should do that. We should be to June 15th now. However, there will be uh, in that uh, celebration and honoring those who sacrificed everything about Soledad. There'll be a flyover today, uh, eight planes, and I, I know it's overcast on that, but um, there will be uh, T-34s and, and Yaks, some vintage aircraft uh, heading over there so they're still planning on that because the uh, the ceiling isn't that low. it's low enough but aviators know what to do in that uh, in that case so it'll be great just to have that observance back and out of the virtual realm from last year jim desmond back with us here in the mark larson show san diego's talk am 760 live on this memorial day jim of course one of the vo voices of reason which appeared to be short supply at san diego county and the county board of supervisors good to have you here on this memorial day jim and uh, appreciate you when you have other things to do, uh, being here with us to talk about liberty and freedom, we're getting there, right? Hey, 
would, yes, Mark, and thank you very much. And I'm actually on my way uh, to the Mount Soledad uh, ceremony today. Beautiful. Are you participating in the flyover? Or just uh, you, you're doing ground control since you're a pilot as well. You know, I should get see how I can figure out how to do that. Uh, we know that people. We have people. We know people. Some of those people. Yeah, you all do. I need is a, is, is a very nice vintage airplane. I think that would be uh, mm-hmm. that would be a whole lot of fun. Yeah. That's uh, well, that's a great well, place, and, and you know the battles to keep Mount Soledad as it is where it is for years, and then that was finally settled uh, once and for all in recent years, so that's that's a great victory. But just good to get back to where we can observe and, and have these special events where a year ago we were told by some of your fellow supervisors in the state of California, if you go to the beach, you get your butt off that sand. You keep on moving. You don't gather. Don't even <laughs> think about having a barbecue. We've come a long way in a year, thank God, haven't we? And uh, you're right. You know, the science says that uh, we don't need the mask anymore. If you've been vaccinated, you can't get catch it. You can't spread it. But, you know, maybe we got a politician here, the governor, telling us that, no, no, it's a magic date of uh, June 15th. And the, or, I'm sorry, yeah, June 15th, the COVID knows it. And, and I'm going to declare it this way. And it's just kind of crazy. Uh, I just came from an Oceanside uh, Memorial Day event and. uh very well attended. A lot of people, you know, happy to be out and together again and, and uh, you know, feeling patriotic for, you know, a lot of stuff here in the United States. If you've been overseas or you've been in the military that, uh, you know, we take, really take for granted. We have a lot of a lot of great things that it's be, uh, here in our country, and it's primarily due to the sacrifices of other people. And to, hallelujah, the, the, today, Memorial Day. We can honor those who, who gave it all. Yeah, that's right. And, and it's often easy to, I think, confuse, partly because of what we don't teach kids or even adults, uh, confuse Memorial Day with Veterans Day. I mean, it's always good to honor those who serve, but Memorial Day is unique in that it honors those who gave everything. And uh, that, that there's a difference, although I'll, I'll honor Sean, who's running the show today, uh, many years, a veteran for the United States Navy. But that'll be, we'll celebrate Veterans Day. And we'll give you a shout out on 4th of July. Well, we appreciate your service and the fact that you're here alive with us. So thank you for that as well. Still uh, above the sod here uh, in the studio. Uh, when, when you look at the numbers, Jim Desmond, the U.S. COVID cases are near a pandemic low. And, and if you start talking about the progress and the progress in San Diego County and the state of California, despite the continuing let's wait till June 15th edict from Newsom, uh, invariably some people will say, well, I want to wear a mask all the time. I just like wearing masks. I feel like I'm sending a signal that I care more or I think it's safer or what have you. Nothing keeping from keeping people from doing that. Um, well, at some point, maybe it'll come back that looks like if you walk into a convenience store, you're going to knock it over and take the 20s and the Slurpee machine. Uh, but, you know, I mean, who, who can tell that the criminals are now? We're all wearing masks or we have been. But, you know, when you when you look at, at that, that process and... Uh, I know Dr. Fauci was on the Sunday talk shows suggesting that the mask wearing may be seasonal. In other words, we may get to a point because then there's more government control and you're in government and the County Board of Supervisors. But, you know, there are some people who just really like this and they want to get to, I guess, some perfection where we never have any, uh, what do they like to call it, infection, positive test ever again. Well, it's not going to get to that point. But are we to expect that there will be cycles of next fall for example, fall and winter, that there will be some of your fellow supervisors saying, oh, now you got to bring your masks back on again. you you got to do this because there's a, there's a different strain. Or look what's been happening in India. I mean, how, how do you answer that when you talk about the business? Well, 
I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it does happen, but I, nothing that I'm going to vote for. You know, it, 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 it's, you know, if you go to Japan or you go to Asia, people wear masks. And, and they primarily do it out of respect for each other. They mm-hmm. wear masks if, you know, they got, they got a cold or a sinus. And, they, you know, they, a lot of them live very close to each other. And, and, or because uh, of the because, smog. I mean, the times I've been to China, people wear it because the air quality uh, yeah. really sucks. But it's just more out of respect. And, it, and it's a self... It, it, I don't think the government is forcing anybody to do that. But it's just sort of out of respect for each other. So if you have a cold, I think we may see more of that in this country but I hope we never go back to forced masking or forced, you know, a politician deciding that you should have a mask on when this, you know, Center for Disease Control says you don't need it. And, and we all follow the politician blindly. I think that's that's crazy. You know, so I, I think, you know, we, a lot of people like to claim they follow the science. But, uh, you know, to me, the science has spoken. You know, if you got vaccinated, you don't need a mask. You can, you know, be outside. I'm kind of be, I'll be a little bit surprised. I'll be looking around the crowd here at Mount Soledad. But if I'm, you know, in a seat that's uh, socially distanced from anybody else outside, I'm not going to wear a mask. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Right. And you're outside, as you mentioned. Jim Desmond with us on yeah. his way up to the Mount Soledad Veterans Memorial, uh, La Jolla, getting ready for the 12 noon event. If you want to go out there, uh, you got to be on your way now. And obviously, um, you can't just say, I'll drive up last minute and park if you've ever done that or tried to do that you know that doesn't work so there are some shuttles running and so forth but it's uh, really going to be great and a measure of how far we've come in the last year and then some under this covid and the pile of restrictions the fact that that um, will be in reality happening as opposed to virtual like last year now meanwhile um after this holiday weekend of course you get back to the business of the county and there's no shortage of money flying around <laughs> apparently there's money everywhere well there is some coming from the feds which is our money as you know uh, sent back they take their cut and send it back and act like they're giving us something but i, I can't believe i guess i can considering some of the people who like this stuff but the people are just saying hey we've got more money let's just throw it around with every possible thing we can think of much like we see with the feds right now, where they're saying, let's jam every program, every pet project through, and we'll say um, it's, it's necessary because of the COVID situation. So when you look at the spending, what's, the, what's that budget going to look like here with some of the things that your fellow supervisors are, uh, and the majority of them, are admiring and embracing? And- well, well, we, I think the county, we got over $900 million from the federal government, and, and we, we Decided on a framework of how some of that money should be spent, and and uh, you know some of it, you know, it's, we've, we've been burning through like ten or eleven million dollars a week uh, just on the uh, COVID, the vaccinations, and the testing, and and making sure we have facilities and 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 places for people to isolate if they're homeless. So we've been burning through. So so a lot of that's going to go there. You know, a lot of food. Uh, um, you know, for the food insecurity, making sure that people have enough food, rental assistance, things like that. And unfortunately, this kind of turned into a free for all because we all put the in all the supervisors put in their ideas and things like that. I put in, you know, to hopefully uh, help uh, help the restaurants out by uh, giving you know ten dollar discounts on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays at the restaurants and helping out the military families. There's going to be all sorts of stuff coming coming out together out there. But I just want to mention one thing though about about Memorial Day though. Again, it's you know it mm-hmm. is a is a veteran. And, and, and as a, you know, young people, when they sign up to the military, you know, it's the one job that you sign up. And when you sign your name, that you could, you, you could give your life for this, for the country. You know, in any other job, it's like, well, you know, you'll, you'll, you get hired. No, this, this one, when you sign up to the military, it's, I'm willing to give my life for my country. 
And unfortunately for some, that that, that is the case where they, right. they give their life. So, so I, I know it's not Veterans Day, but you know this is a day for anybody that's actually kind of signed their name on that dotted line. It is, and for those that they gave their gave it their all, um, you know, it's it just kind of comes down to that. It's really a um, a momentous day that I think we all got to kind of get back in our heads that there's people that are fighting and dying for our liberties and our freedoms, and we it's our responsibility to keep those liberties and freedoms particularly through COVID, yeah, yeah. we saw an overreach there, and we got to get that back. Well, and that's one of the things I think that is most inspiring, watching people, you can tell, Californians, for the most part, aren't saying, I'm going to wait and do exactly what Gavin Newsom says right now, because I'm going to take my protocols, I'm looking at the science, I'm watching the fact that the CDC, with their scientific analysis, says it's okay to do things that Gavin Newsom is officially not letting us do till June 15th. That's following the science, just not the Newsom. Um, that that spirit of liberty is evident because I see people everywhere. You do too. They may be in front of you stealing your parking place in a little bit here. Um, that's that's a good thing because I've wondered. I know you have over the last fifteen, almost fifteen months now since all this started, March of last year, uh, with the shutdowns. Just wondered if um, we were too e- eagerly trading liberty for some temporary security. So that's well. That's and then- that was the case, and we want to be uh, have everybody stay safe. I mean, there was there was that aspect, but you know, just this latest latest blow of this June fifteenth for no particular reason at all. He said he wanted businesses to you know a chance to get ready. It's like they've been ready for for over a year to get open back up. It's not like they need more time to get ready. Uh, to me, that was a ridiculous excuse, and uh, just just to yeah. keep. The date that he put out there. Yeah. Well, it may be a mystery to those uh, bureaucrats in Sacramento that well, we, we got it, they never got a, a layoff, they never got any kind of a furlough, cutback, whatever. So, yeah, businesses have been trying to survive from day one and ready to get back into it. Uh, you know, the day after day one. So uh, that's uh, I know that's foreign to them, but you get it because you understand the practicality of real world. Um, life in california uh, jim desmond county board of supervisors member um drive carefully follow all posted speed limits and uh, we'll look forward to having you up there at the mount soledad event today thanks jim see ya hey thanks a lot looks like it's clearing up looks a good. little bit be good Take for care. the flyover about one o'clock there today yeah. with the uh, the yaks the vintage yaks and t-34s thanks jim desmond uh, county board of supervisors after the bottom of the hour buzz patterson lieutenant colonel u.s air force retired used to be the uh, military aide carrying the nuclear codes for President Bill, I'm just trying really hard. Clinton, coming up after the bottom of the hour, talking about Memorial Day and then some. Did you know that iHeart is the number one choice for music, radio, and podcasts all in one? It's absolutely free. The iHeart Radio app. No one makes it easier to hear everything you love in one free app. If you're not one of the tens of millions who have the app, well, get with it. Uh, down, we love you, but get with the program. Download iHeart for free today and start listening. It's in the App Store. Go to 760radio.com. Um, coming up after the bottom of the hour, Buzz Patterson, military aide uh, back in the days of Bill Clinton, who wrote a book called Dereliction of Duty, will join us uh, talking about a lot of things, including the huge questions even Biden's administration admits. We've got to get into this now. The questions about the cover-up. Uh, was there one with the COVID-19 virus and the Wuhan lab? They can't ignore it now, although they tried. We'll talk about that and more coming up here. Big travel weekend, obviously, on Memorial Day weekend. Saw a story that LAX had the heaviest passenger traffic since everything went the way it did last year. See, that's the thing. Everything's, if you compare it to this time last year, everything's huge. 
Oh, look at the job growth. It's fantastic. Well, you got to factor in first the jobs killed off. Many of them um, initially understandable in terms of, well, we don't know what this virus is and how it transmits. Now we know what we know, and we know that a lot of businesses were killed off unnecessarily. But but so far, any jobs coming back are not like they're new jobs created. I would say one of the things you might want to do is go to Al Gore's internet created because he did take the, what, how did he say that years ago? I took the initiative in Benning to creating the information superhighway when he was in the Senate. Thanks, Al. So you can go to Google or whatever uh, uh, search engine you enjoy and look at, oh, I don't know, January and February of last year and look at where the employment numbers were then. Look at where they are now. You can say, well, making a rebound, right? And a lot of that was caused by even best of intentions, human beings saying, okay, you're not essential if you're in this business or that business or whatever. But we're getting out of it. You can tell we're getting out of this, uh, the whole COVIDian experience, even though Newsom says we have to wait till June 15th. Um, CDC says you could get better now, follow the science, but you know, that's, that's Newsom. But he's shifting to the drought, fire danger. You No doubt we're going to have power problems this summer. All this gets into the whole recall problems for Newsom. Uh, water rationing could be on the horizon, all of that. And then you have the Biden administration deflecting to other issues. They're freaking out. So are some of the buddies in the network about Texas deciding to get rid of voter fraud and streamline a lot of the things that have been done um, over the years that cause potential voter fraud. So there's an election integrity bill, and that's that's the new Georgia. So Joe Biden was all over this. It's the worst thing to come down the line. It's, it's, it's almost like Jim Crow. I don't think he said Jim Crow 3.0 this time. I like the way he said 2.0 for Georgia. But here's ABC and NBC just carrying the water for the Biden administration on this whole thing. And and uh, that's not it? That's I thought you had it there. With Chuck Todd at the beginning? Chuck Todd and Whit, what's his name over at ABC? Well, we'll have that for you coming up. At any rate, let's see, our computers took the day off today. We didn't. At any rate, um, yeah, on the Sunday newscast, ABC's Good Morning America and Late NBC's... You got to know? Is that, uh, is that checked on? Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Let's try it. Limbaugh made the phrase drive by media. No, that's, that's not it. That's, that's their whole, I think that's, that's the, uh, that's their whole narrative. They're reading the narrative. So you got to scroll back down. Uh, at any rate, uh, we'll, we'll get that later on. So, uh, 
you had uh, Good Morning America and Sunday Today on NBC, Good Morning America on ABC, providing zero information on the new Texas uh, integrity bill, the election integrity bill, but they parroted Biden calling it un-American. He said, it's un-American. It's an assault on democracy. Whit Johnson on ABC said, we move to politics now, and Republican lawmakers in Texas trying to beat a midnight deadline tonight to pass what would be some of the toughest voting restrictions in the country. Known as State Bill 7, it's expected to eliminate drive through voting and cut back on voting on Sundays, when many black churchgoers also vote. So much of this is such a stretch. This is the, uh, what's that? Yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. That's the one where uh, the the two the two and a half minute thing. Okay. Well, let's at this point we're up against the break. Let's hold that. We'll do it in the later segment here. That's okay. Uh, we found it because despite the fact our computer said we're taking the day off, but Sean was able to uh, to find it in an alternative source. But this is a way. This is all turned into the shorthand way of saying, "Look at Texas. They don't want people of color to vote." It's it like uh, like Georgia. There's actually things that help streamline the vote you remember major league baseball moved the all-star game from georgia to colorado which actually has more restrictions on voting like early voting and all that than georgia so this is the the current thing which is also an indication that we're getting past a lot of the covid hysteria on top of what needed to be done for the science we're on to other things and so is the administration so watch how this is we'll have another full explanation you'll actually hear it coming up in a bit on this Memorial Day Monday, San Diego's Talk, AM 760. Now, Facebook lifted some restrictions, kind of, last week. I just saw this. So, um, you know, if you're a Larson audience, you, you know, if you listen to the Mark Larson show, you know I love things that fly and you know, aviation and space and, and all that. We'll explain. If you're new to the show, we'll explain another, another time what it is. But anyway, there's an image that is a... It's an historic NASA image with Dee O'Hara, who is still with us and a good friend. She was known as the astronaut's nurse. So all the pioneer astronauts from Mercury, Gemini, and Apollo uh, got their checkups from Dee. She knows everything about all these American heroes. And and many of them uh, military uh, heroes as well, as many of them went to the moon. But she's with Scott Carpenter, one of the original seven astronauts. And, and Dee's joke was she would always be uh, needling them. She'd you know, use bad puns and say, well, I'm just... And the picture that my friend Francis French put on Facebook has... Uh, and it's got to be, I think it's like 1962 or something. There's Scott Carpenter, uh, maybe a little bit later, may have been later years. But the now deceased Scott Carpenter, who was a dear friend of mine, uh, one of the original seven astronauts... D is giving him like a pretend shot because she was the astronaut's nurse and they were getting together somewhere, some, some space event or what have you, I guess is where it was. And she has this picture like uh, the star, star Wars zone up at Disneyland, you know, that, that kind of, this has this huge piece of metal that is really not a syringe, but she's holding it and sticking it into his arm like it's a fake syringe. So, Francis posts this on Facebook, and I see this thing, and Facebook tags it with one of the anything that looks like COVID. There's no mention of COVID. There's nothing. And it comes up with a little flag that says, for information on COVID vaccinations, because they're, they're pretending to do a shot that has nothing to do with COVID. And it's just an absurd, car, absurd cartoonish deal. That's the way they do it. And they keep telling me on Facebook, would you like to put, put a frame around your profile picture? 
there at Mark Larson Media? Would you like to do that to tell people to get vaccinations? I got mine. I think it's dozy to ask people if they have or haven't. Your choice. You got plenty of vaccinations out there now, which is why we're getting back to normal to enjoy liberty and freedom that we cherish thanks to those who gave everything on uh, throughout our history, but we remember them on this Memorial Day. Uh, good to have you with us here. We are live. Buzz Patterson back with us. Uh, he's a former Air Force officer, uh, lieutenant colonel, retired. He's a combat veteran. He was a military aide during the uh, Bill Clinton era to President Clinton. He carried the nuclear football, the codes. There was no actual football, as we pointed out, uh, not, not a lockbox. Well, you'd had it under security, but it wasn't the way people imagine. He's running for Congress as well in the 7th District here in California. Hey, Buzz, good to have you here. How are you? Fantastic, Mark. How are you doing? Have you been put in Facebook prison at all? I've avoided that so far. When they put you in jail for a while from a post? Uh, because not, of- no, I haven't been. I've been played with on Twitter quite a bit, but not nothing on Facebook. Yeah, it is funny, though. Any, anything that looks at all, like if you have anything, even a to- you're pretending it kind of sort of maybe looks like a syringe, and they're on there saying, for accurate information about the vaccination, <laughs> here's how <laughs> I got to post. I'll have to do a screenshot and post it. It is just so ridiculous, but... But they are re- reducing some of the restrictions. What are your thoughts as we think about Memorial Day? And, and I talked a lot today about, uh, you know, the tendency we have. And it's it's understandable because with holidays, we all say, hey, happy this or happy that. It's really not right or appropriate to say, have a happy Memorial Day, unless you're talking about the happiness of liberty and freedom, right, that the results from sacrifice. This is a different kind of a day, isn't it? It is. It's in the way I look at it, and I've lost uh, several friends uh, in combat over the years, and and in um, airplane crashes. Um, the way I look at it is, I don't, I don't think this is a day to be somber and sullen. Uh, I, I'm thinking about my my buddies. I'm right. praying for them, uh, but I think it's a day to to celebrate their sacrifices in in the in, in the sense that they have given us the ability to have the country that we have. And, uh, you know, so I look at it as kind of uh, honoring them, uh, which is why, you know, we, we do the barbecue and we drink beers, uh, because I think it's an honor. And that's what they, if they were, if they were, had not made that sacrifice, they would be with me doing that. So um, I think that they're looking down and, and, uh, and, and pleased that we're, we're thinking about him and remembering him. But, you know, for, but for vets, for a lot of vets, every single day is a Memorial Day. Uh, with with the you know with the memories the the friends you've lost um, you know the family members you've lost so that's the way I look at it I think it's, I think it's a wonderful day I I don't you know I think it we should be honoring the veterans every single day yeah uh, amen to that and of course uh, the president Joe Biden was at Arlington today at the Tomb of the Unknowns and he said a lot of things with which I agree he read the script well but he also talked about. Um, in a couple of places, uh, how how uh, well our de- he talked a lot about democracy, which is fine. I mean, uh, and and it really gets sometimes abused in a uh, political sense at times. But he said um, this nation was built on an idea. We were built on an idea, the idea of liberty and opportunity for all. We've never, how do you say it? We've never fully realized that aspiration of our founders, but every generation has opened the door a little wider. Now, on the surface, I thought, okay, but politically speaking, you know, there's a lot in that, right? And it wasn't just built on an idea, but it was, the catalyst was getting out of oppression under the king. Right, right. And uh, yeah, I, I saw that 
a little brief snippet of him of him saying that, and I think it's confusing to me. Uh, you know, the fact that we we were built on a lot of things, an idea and freedom being the essential, but we're built on a lot of facts of a lot of people over a long time, and we we have never been perfect, and we never will be perfect. Uh, and I and I, don't, I don't know where he was going with that. I really don't understand what he was trying to say. It kind of reminds me of uh, Obama a few years ago speaking at the National Prayer Breakfast and kind of like, don't get on your high horses. We're still kind of messed up. Or, you know, we Remember the Inquisition? Let's go back to that. No, and we aren't perfect. Nobody says the nation is perfect and we've got to uh, have justice where justice needs to be applied. But um, And I know a lot of the speech was about the importance of democracy, saying it thrives when citizens can vote. And you and I both know that's a way to say, yeah, look at what they're doing in Texas. See, they're, they're restricting what which they're not doing. But that's how it's spun. He says, right. when, there's a, when there's a free press, and I think when he said that, I thought, yeah, I'm all for the free press, free media, but but they aren't right now. I mean, anybody no. who is the right of center, and this gets back to the online censorship or what have you, um, that's tightened considerably through all of this last well, COVID. Well, it, ha- it has been. I, well, I think COVID has been a tool for a lot of things, Mark, that's changed this country. You know, I mean, I just uh, the fact that we're just now starting to look into whether or not the virus came from the lab when we've known about a year that we've had intelligence that said it did. Uh, you know, it, it, this, we, this COVID taught us so many things about how, how inefficient our government is. Uh, and thank God we have the military to defend our government. And, uh, it, yeah, so it's been a great, crazy year. But I do would like to point out, too, as you, as you said earlier, uh, you know, everything started to open back up again. California is not quite there yet, but... But I would like to point out that it's all opening back up again because of Operation Warp Speed and President Donald Trump. Right. And that gets conveniently and not by accident ignored in a lot of the national media coverage as if and in fact, in a lot of the remarks out of the White House that uh, this last five months or so, look at the tremendous progress that doesn't happen without warp speed and without uh, the the fast tracking uh, through the FDA and so forth of the various vaccines. And the logistics that were already there, the logistics were already in place to get the vaccines to the different states, uh, you know, in a sequential order. Uh, so we already had this in place, and, uh, and I just want people to remember, because they are now outside celebrating again for the first time in quite a while, that you know, President Trump's responsible for a lot of this. So what do you make of Dr. Fauci, who appears every weekend on every show? And I guess this is something like, as he sees it, masks that never fully go away. He says, uh, we don't want to declare victory prematurely. Look at what's happening around the globe. The more and more people get vaccinated as a community will be safer. However, he still is suggesting that, that you know, the masks might be a seasonal thing. Yeah, in other words, Merry Christmas, put your mask back on because we say so. Right, right. It's, it's well, you know, he's the weatherman that never gets a forecast, right? I mean, I don't know how the guy still has a job. You know what I mean? He's just, uh, every week he flip-flops. And he's the ultimate grifter, too. I mean, the guy's making bank on this. Making more than the president. And yep. who knows what else, right? Yeah, yeah. I think he's one of the highest paid uh, bureaucrats in the government. I think he is the highest paid. He's like four hundred seventy, four hundred eighty thousand, something like that. Yeah, so he's uh, he's milking the train, man. So he's he knows that if he keeps this mask thing going, he he remains he remains in the spotlight, and he keeps getting on these shows, and he keeps the he keeps you know he keeps uh, uh, putting himself out there. And I don't know why Trump didn't fire him uh, a long time ago. Well, I guess Biden could still do that, but he's has more he has more influence now with Biden than he ever had. I think with any president, he's at a new oh, level of influence. He's got Biden around his finger. I mean, I think I think Trump kept him at a distance, but I think he could tell Biden, you know, anything, and Biden would would go with it. So, 
And, you know, who knows what those conversations are like. I can't even imagine being in that room with Kamala and Biden and, and Fauci. I mean, and that's got to be a total IQ quotient of about 120 together. Well, it was Kamala who, of course, uh, in her uh, official tweet for the weekend, uh, I'm looking at it right now, said, uh, here it is, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris at VP on Twitter. The message, enjoy the long weekend. And there's a picture of her smiling. It's a nice picture. It looks like a Vanity Fair photo shoot. And uh, that was it. That's her Memorial Day observance. And that really pissed me off, Mark. Mm-hmm. I went off on that. I mean, that's, I, you know, I, 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 this weekend, Memorial Day weekend is here because of those who can't celebrate the weekend. Yep. That's the point. The weekend's all about them, not her. And I thought the selfie picture was, was, at a, was not very tasteful in terms of what you're trying to talk about. And she tried to, to, she tried to uh, answer that with another tweet the next morning because uh, her, her media people probably got chewed out. But uh, um, so, yeah, it's, that just that, that shows you the disconnect, Mark, I believe, that exists between the left and the military and always has. And in, until we can educate a lot of people in this country what the military is really all about, it probably will always exist. And right. that's, that's unfortunate. Next time we talk, we'll talk more on what's happening in Afghanistan. And yeah, I'm not a big believer in uh, nation building, but having been to Afghanistan uh, first time back in 2006, and I've seen uh, firsthand, uh, L.A. Times yesterday seemed mystified by the obvious the front page story, like, hey, look, the Taliban's going to take over. Well, that's going to end <laughs> ugly. It's going to be horrible for women. And and other minorities and you name it, um, but this is what happens um, when you just say, "Hey, yeah, we support the military, but let's uh, let's let's be done with this without any any sort of uh, semblance of order there." So that's a debate for another day. But uh, appreciate everything, and we'll talk soon, Buzz. Thank you much. Sounds great, Mark. Have a wonderful day. We'll talk uh, to you too, Buzz Patterson, uh, Lieutenant Colonel, U.S. Air Force, retired. You can find him at Buzz Patterson online at Buzz Patterson Live on Facebook. And so far, he hasn't been put in Facebook jail. So, neither have I, but the day's young. Will Farrell is back in his legendary role as Ron Burgundy in season four of the Ron Burgundy podcast, premiering this Thursday on the free iHeartRadio app. Get in the App Store at 760radio.com. Uh, Mark Larson here, San Diego's Talk AM 760 on this Monday Memorial Day. Uh, everybody back tomorrow. We're here live today, of course, a uh, special edition of the Slater Show of a special guest host coming up after the top. I'll be over on KUSI News on television today at 4.30 talking more about the uh, the reopening. Fauci says, you know, we can't be too hasty about lifting things. What it really means is if you're not vaccinated, but he's not clear. It makes it sound like there's no reason to go back. Huh? Sky is falling on many, many Fronts. Uh, here's a little roundup of ABC and NBC reporting, kind of, on the move by the state of Texas to protect against voter fraud. And it's spun as, this is horrible, it's voter suppression, and it's, it's the same song and dance we've seen before. It's not based in reality, but here's how they amped this up over the weekend, particularly yesterday. We move to politics now and Republican lawmakers in Texas trying to beat a midnight deadline tonight to pass what would be some of the toughest voting restrictions in the country. Known as State Bill 7, it's expected to eliminate drive through voting and cut back on voting on Sundays when many black churchgoers also vote. Republicans insist the move is to address voter concerns about election security. President Biden calling the bill un-American and part of an assault on democracy. The president set to deliver remarks at a veterans event later this morning where he'll also honor the memory of his late son, Bo, who served in Iraq and died of brain cancer six years ago today. 
But he's speaking out on another matter first, as Texas Republicans finalized a bill overnight to make voting rules there even more restrictive. The president called the proposed law an assault on democracy that is wrong and un-American, while blasting similar measures in Georgia and Florida. You've got what's happening in Texas with voting rights. You've got that now blocked January 6th commission. Mm -hmm. Both, I think it's fair to say, right, relate to the to the 2022 midterms. Is it your sense, Chuck, that we are at the point now where any action, any sort of discussion around this is beyond what happens legislatively on Capitol Hill and is is related to, to sort of the reelection push? Well, look, I want to I want to be uh, at least an eternal optimist here, at least this weekend and, and <laughs> say maybe there's a, this Chuck Schumer is going to bring this up for a vote one more time. Think about the weekend. This is Memorial Day weekend. It's yes, there's a lot of people going to beaches, going to going to national parks. But it's also a weekend that we honor those whose lives were lost defending what? The American democracy. And and here we are on this weekend, the weekend that they're all headed home to probably do a bunch of events today and tomorrow, mm-hmm. these members of Congress, you know, will this eat away at them, right? Will this make them uncomfortable? Uh, and when this vote comes back, will there be another four to six Republican senators? You and I both know they exist, that, that without Mitch McConnell twisting their arm, they probably would have voted for this commission. Do they, do they start to see how, how long-term damaging this could be if we do not have... A, a commission where there is an agreed upon bipartisan set of facts. And right now where we're headed is to a partisan led commission, which will certainly surface plenty of facts, but obviously those that will be a bit more subjective in how people mm-hmm. digest those facts. And there was Chuck Todd. And then before that with Johnson, uh, NBC and ABC and, and uh, their connections. <laughs> There's so much in that. They jumped right to the, and the Senate didn't approve the, Commission to keep investigating January 6th. You know, the attack on democracy is just like they're suggesting what happened in Texas because they streamlined the laws, no drive-by voting, drive-through voting, whatever. Um, it's it's about election integrity. You know, what's, what's appalling is that you still have Gavin Newsom keeping his emergency powers as long as he can because then you can dump a whole bunch of ballots to anybody. It's one of the things they cleaned up in Texas. You got to request a ballot if you want to have a ballot to vote absentee. It's the way it has integrity. Stay tuned. San Diego's Talk, AM 760.